Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Fly away. This is one of her greatest songs ever. Absolutely. For the record. Just saying. Um, Obviously, the title track. Yeah. So it it just goes hand in hand that this is like an amazing ballad of of her career because it's on an amazing Butterfly album. Right. But, um, you know, I think the overall concept of the Butterfly album is Mariah herself becoming a, a her own self, her true self, and showing us the, all her, her different styles of music. Her sense of humor is coming out now. She's more fun and relaxed. But the title track, this song, Butterfly, it's it's really a, a so- sorrowful, heartbreak song. It, it's not really about coming into oneself. Right. It's more leaning towards like a uh, relationship, mm-hmm. heartbreak type yeah. of thing. Yeah. But we know just by listening to the album and even hearing Mariah talk about it, that really the whole theme of this is, well, when she started writing, it makes sense to say it this way. When she started writing this song, well, number one, she started it as a house remix, Mm -hmm. but, uh, or a club mix. But when she started writing the ballad with Walter, she, she wanted to aim the lyrics as she wanted somebody to say this to her, like, spread your wings, go fly, yeah, come back to me. So in that respect, it really is a crucial part of the album. Mm-hmm. If you look at, if you flip it around and be like, oh, this is what she dreamed Tommy Matola would one day say to her, like, you are a wild, free spirit. Mm-hmm. You need to go experience life. If, you know, after that experience, you still love me you can come back to me like but spread your wings grow Mm -hmm. see the world Mm -hmm. um so in that regard like coming track number two on this album right off the bat like that's what happened that's sort of the butterfly going Mm -hmm. you -hmm. see what i'm saying Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you get it you get it we all get it right yeah just not saying it right (laughs) yeah um well when you look at the lyrics like the opening lyrics of it uh well in the first first uh, whatever it's when you love somebody so much they become your life right well that is it's almost like an obsession yeah you know like not even like and you could again take it from both sides like of the mariah side being like you're obsessed like you are so obsessed with me you have to let me go mm-hmm. i 
you have to let me go so you can live your best life. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, looking at it from the other side saying, I love you. I'm loving. I love you so much. I'm going to let you go and like be wild free. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. You see, Mm -hmm. you're getting like both of both of the ways. Yeah. But it's just unhealthy is what it is in any relationship, really. Yeah. It's it's too much yeah. for anybody to handle. But I can also imagine her singing this to Jita as well. Like I can see her singing this to someone that wants to leave, the always be always be my baby person, like that same person that release. Mm, okay, okay, I see that. Do you know what I mean, like I can see her singing it in first person to the the lover that is gone. Well, I never thought of it in that way, mm. but I see how that works. I absolutely do. Yeah. Um, which is, is, is another fascinating look at it. Because let's visualize Jeter, Derek Jeter, at the, you know, he's also a big superstar, travels around the country, girls throwing at him. He's trying to have a good time too. Like she wants to have a good time. Yes, correct. But I'm going to have to poke holes in your theory here because I just feel like their relationship wasn't as formed for her to be as deep in this song about it. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, as yeah, fully yeah. formed. And then if also, if you just look at the v- music video for butterfly, mm-hmm. you see that it's really, it's, it's a different thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it could totally be, but I really feel like this is like her escaping mm-hmm. sort of like the honey video is her escaping. Oh yeah. 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 It, it is all about her escaping <laughs> basically yeah no 100 um i mean this song is kind of twist it's obviously the most amazing and beautiful song on the album probably well or, i mean i would disagree but they're all amazing of course it's hard, it's <laughs> it's hard to look, really pick. we won't go down that lane um but it's just because my favorite all-time mariah favorite song is close my eyes so i'm not gonna say all oh, this okay song okay okay album. okay I think technically this is like one of the best because there's so it many layers. Is. It definitely yes. is. It definitely is. Obviously, it's the title, so it is like it's the song. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and just the whole concept of butterflying and it's being free and blah blah blah. So yes, it, it, it this song had to be here, mm-hmm. and I'm glad it's here in two different variations. Mm, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I've just always loved this song. It's been my go-to song every breakup I had. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> absolutely. It's so good, right? Yeah, it gets you through like the hard part. It really does. Uh-huh. Well, I, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I have other breakup Mariah songs that I like maybe a little bit better, but we're not going to talk about them. <laughs> what I, but I always listen to my, you know, I need my butterfly, of course. Uh-huh. But what really intrigues me about this song is her vocal stylings. Yeah. You know, not even about like, oh, it's a, it's a beautiful breakup song, but the way in which she sings this mm-hmm. is really, it's mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Like it's, that's why when you watch her perform it live, especially like Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. you're like, whoa, because mm-hmm. that's where you really see the vocal gymnastics and the control that she that she has and what it takes to sing this song the way that yeah. she wrote it yeah and you know because like it so- starts off so soft and so like light and you know fluttery and everything when you love someone so deeply they become your life it's easy to succumb to overwhelming 
She starts belting it. It's a whole different thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like a whole nother realm of of like she really uses so much of her voice here. Oh yeah, absolutely. it's so crazy. I don't even know like the technical terms of of what she's doing, but I'm sure what she's doing vocally in this song is um is like a case study of like perfection. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Um, but to that point, like she talks about you know, this album and, and this song as it ha- like, she had to do this because it was a release. Right. She had to release this mm-hmm. and like, let it come out. And at the end of the song, which is belting, like there's those huge runs, uh, really loud and epic. I always equated them to like a primal scream. Like she just had to like scream it yes. out. Yes. Yes. Very much so. Like she just had to, it just has to come out and she's just like letting it run, like letting it rip. And just, it's, it's insane what she does at the end of the song. so beautiful because after those big belts then she goes straight back down to like the the subtle softness Uh for the last line and it's so beautiful like it just had to come out it is really like that roller coaster and then like you know or like you're right there at the top and then you gotta go down Uh and then like it's easy sailing smooth sailing from here it's like okay yeah it's almost like when you get like you know when you get into like a disagreement and then like you argue it out you scream at the top of your lungs and yeah. you're like okay i'm good uh-huh, uh-huh. bye yeah <laughs> no totally um but also poetically like it's just beautiful some of those i think some of the most beautiful songwriting she's done 
It is. It's metaphorically uh-huh. um, speaking, and even in the video, the, all the metaphors in the video are yeah. really, really interesting as well. Yeah. Um, it's really well done. I think she does that a lot on this whole album, though, and Butterfly is a prime example, but like, there's so many others like Fourth of July and mm-hmm. things of that that you really you see and you feel what she is saying. Yeah. Um, just with the the imagery she creates well that's the thing like it's not so much a story but it's like an image mm-hmm. it feels like, like it's more st- of a still piece right right isn't that so Good fascinating know, what she right? did with this album in so many for so many songs and so many um sequences of songs yeah. she's really painting such a picture well, and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's i mean this is artistry at its best well look at how some of the great artists of the world Monet, Picasso, they paint nature. Like they paint these beautiful landscapes mm-hmm. of just like natural scenes. This is almost like a natural painting. Like we, you can visualize the horses and the wildlife and butterflies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can see the greenery in your eyes. Like you can, right. You can picture this still piece. It's very, very true. Yeah. Um, and obviously they did a really good job with the video of, of bringing that to a true visualization. Mm-hmm. Um, but even just... Going back to the way she uses her voice and the painting she does with maybe not necessarily what she's saying, but with the the way her voice is at that moment. So it's emoting? The emoting of the, mm-hmm. the, the voice from beginning to end paints a picture as well. Even mm-hmm. if you're just listening to the voice itself, mm-hmm. not what it's saying, mm-hmm. you, you either, maybe I don't know English, maybe I don't know what she's saying, but... Just that, mm-hmm. the emotion in that mm-hmm. type of way of style of singing mm-hmm. is genius. Oh, yeah. She does it so perfectly on this song. Because to that point, last night I was watching um, the Butterfly Tour yes. in Tokyo. Or to Japan. Was it in Tokyo? Yeah, I think it was yeah, Tokyo. It was Tokyo. Um, and then it dawned on me, there, there's no one from Japan, from Greece, from France, that would come to the United States or Australia and be a megastar would that speak a different language. Right. So how crazy, like there's something in her voice that she can go to a, a country with a whole other language and they just and they love still hearing. know because yeah. like, she's giving us so much with just her voice. Just the tone. It doesn't yeah. even matter what she's saying. It's And this is a prime example of that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love this song. I love this song. And yeah. it, it of course it lays out the whole the whole rest of the album yeah because now she's telling you what what's up right here you know she got a little bit of that honey mm-hmm. and she's like well now i had that honey but now i gotta leave this man mm-hmm. and then that's all gonna be crazy but i'm yeah. spreading my wings yeah um but you can see elements where it's about herself as well it's about her. she is the butterfly trying to leave oh absolutely I, my favorite line Ever. Maybe in the history of Mariah lyrics. Oh, let's tell me, please. Is uh, when she says, wild horses run, run unbridled, unbridled. Or their, or their spirit, spirit dies. Yes.
isn't that i mean like, like that that little snippet right there that's if i was gonna get a mariah tattoo it would be in that vein mm-hmm. of that of that because lyrically there again with just that lyric right there those few words mm. she paints that picture right and i mean that is her that she is that she has to be unbridled you can't can't cage her she cannot be caged yes well see <laughs> because look let's like break it down catch a wild horse and you think oh look at that beautiful wild horse it's so amazing like i just love the way it is mm-hmm. once you throw um the harness what do you call it the saddle, the saddle and tame yeah. it right it's not what it's not that anymore right it's a different thing now now it's something else now it's a product yeah uh-huh. to use yes which has been controlled which you know now it's just putting you're just put this in my mind because like a lot of what we've already been talking about is how this the song and the video go hand in hand mm. now i'm getting pictures from the video in my head and when she's riding the horse mm. the horse is unbridled there's no there's no seat saddle on it right yeah it's so crazy I, like I, that didn't even dawn on me until like right now like i knew i'm like girl don't you don't uh-huh. you your bone down there hurt girl uh, yeah. but now i'm seeing why she's riding it because she let it go she let it go right it's she's letting it be free yes even though she's riding it but you know what i mean no but it came back oh oh yes it came back so now she's gonna just going for a little ride <laughs> little ride together so in the yeah, video i so i love that I love I love all the imagery she creates yeah. with this song, from the video to the lyrics to the tone of her voice. Exactly, and it's also my favorite. First, I think my first favorite backup vocals. Ooh, there's a lot of great backup yeah. vocals on here. Yeah, in like the third verse, you can take Mariah out and just give me the backup vocals. Yeah, it, they're beautiful, beautiful backup vocals. So this song, obviously, she did with, uh, well, maybe not obviously, but it's a Walter and Mariah collaboration. Mm-hmm. Now, this album is where um, Marianne started singing backup for her. Mm. So she's a lot on a lot of these tracks, just saying that in general. I think Trey Lerns does backups, too. I think he does on a yeah. couple things. Uh-huh. Um, not, not a lot. I can't remember. I can't recall. Um, but... 
again with this song and how she uses her vocals, the backing vocals are very important on this song mm-hmm. because they add that layer and that other texture. And make it gospel. Yes, absolutely. Is absolutely. It, yeah. She said it's a, it's a spiritual song and you can feel it. Mm. Yes, she's yes. bringing us. She's bringing uh-huh. us to church and you can bring us to church in a many, many ways. But like you can view this song as a relationship song of, oh, hey, let's, you know, we're breaking up. Right. Or as a setting yourself free mm-hmm. from anything that could be holding you back, holding mm-hmm. you down, whether it's another person, whether it's your own insecurities. In a lot of ways, you can um, interpret this song. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, for sure. But, I mean, I think most people, you know, take it the relationship route. Oh, yeah, of course. But whatever. You, to each their own. Yeah. That's the beauty of a lot of Mariah's music. Um, can we go talk about the video um, as a whole? Sure. Because it always intrigued me because, you know, in the very beginning, there's the man. Now, first of all, this video was directed by Mariah and Daniel Pearl, yeah. who does a lot of her stuff. He even was um, um, most recently that I can remember um, the cameraman on Triumphant video. Oh, really? Yes, hmm. absolutely. Interesting. Um but okay, so they did a lot of work together and very, very gorgeous. But okay, so like the whole video is almost the honey video in another way. It's yeah. her escaping, her running free well, she's from that man. Not so much escaping. She's still in the house. She's still on the property. She never got off it. Yeah, but the man has the, the, man the man's left. gone. The man's going somewhere. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. But you see what I mean? Like in the beginning, and Mariah said that some of the visuals that she got. Okay, I remember. Wait, I'm not, all these things are coming to me. I think in the Rolling Stone magazine. Yeah. She talks about you know her lack of sleep and whatnot, and she says during you know writing this album of whatnot she and like you know whatever um she was taking melatonin Mm. which is like a natural sleep aid Mm -hmm. uh you know because she's like an insomniac and she would get these crazy crazy dreams Mm. and so in the in one of her dreams she uh was with the horses or blah 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 and then like they were running free and they were breaking through the barbed wire oh yeah and then her hands you know the scene in the video where her hands are like on the barbed wire she it doesn't look all bloody and gory because she had to leave that out because nobody wants to look at that but like that was like one of the dreams she had of like going through the barbed wire and getting like all crazy and then she also said her in the beginning of the video was taken from a movie called baby doll Mm. where she's in like when she's on the bed and there's like the peephole that the man's been spying on her through the peephole. Uh-huh. So like that all plays into it as well. And I don't think like a lot of people get that yeah. idea from this, uh, some random movie from the fifties right, right. that she incorporated in. So like there is this whole, I do see the whole connection with the honey video and the butterfly video because it is like this man mm-hmm. spying on her through peephole mm-hmm. just sort of like in honey she was chained to a chair and she had to like run jump off the thing mm-hmm. it's like she had to run and let the run and break that through that barbed wire and get in them damn horses when he left though yes when his back was turned yes that was you, got, you gotta go when you gotta go girl yeah yeah you gotta get your purse and you gotta go yeah but she didn't have no purse she had that dingy old slip 
Right, yeah. Which, by the way, so cute. I so cute, so adorable. I now, love how she's all raggedy. Yes, I love raggedy oh Mariah. raggedy Anne. Yes, I love raggedy it. Mariah. Loved it. Loved it. It works so well yeah. with this, especially when she's in the tree with the hair, oh, so which good. looks dry and crazy. Yeah, but it like works because it's like with the mossy tree and the mm-hmm. willowy tree, and mm-hmm. oh, it's just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. But now. I want to go back to when I first, because again, we're back in like the 1997 days here. This is like 1902. Like we didn't know what was coming up. Uh So I remember the first time I ever heard a snippet and or a visual for Butterfly and Mm. I was instantly gagged. Yeah. It was during Oprah. So Oprah came on the day of, and Oprah was live out of Chicago at least. Uh So I believe I... Did not go to school this day once again um, because I had to watch her on Oprah because it was live. Yeah. And during one of the commercial breaks, they played a album promo video Mm. and it showed, oh, the new album from Mariah. And they didn't do Honey or any of that. It was all Butterfly. So they played Butterfly and they played the video and they showed the the Mariah running around in the field where her skirt, that dingy old slip dress was slit up to her hip Uh and you could see her whole leg Uh and everything. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. (laughs) And I didn't know what that was, but then because I didn't have the album yet. I was going to go after Oprah. Uh So I didn't even know. Right. But then I was going to go and I was going to get the album. Yeah. And so I, that's like the first time I heard Butterfly. And I was like, oh, my God, she is going to give us a song. Ah! Uh-huh, like uh-huh. that was my moment of like, oh, gagging. my God, gagging and uh-huh. all that leg she was giving us. <laughs> yeah. You don't see it in the regular video because they, they edited it out. Oh. But you can see that it's like cut. You see that it, there's a slit on the side. But that slit is all the way up to her hip bone. Like a little 90. Oh, it's more than a nighty girl. I hope she had panties on under there. Because that, running through the field like that? Yeah. Yo, you could see everything. But that's like in the director's cut or something. I don't know. I'd have, somebody, Lambs, find it. Send it to us. Did they ever make a behind the scenes of that? The making of? Uh, I don't think there was a couple of, I think Entertainment Tonight did like a behind the scenes uh, when she was like feeding the horse carrots or something, but not like mm. a full, a full thing. No, I don't think so. Just yeah. a couple little clips here and there that I recall. Interesting. Well, what's crazy? It's the second single off the album, and they never released it commercially in the states. Right? Don't you think that's a weird? That's weird, right? It was so weird. But like Mariah was fighting back and forth with the label at this time yeah so it's like she wanted so all these things and yes it was sent to radio but it didn't have a physical single so it couldn't chart so it never charted Mm. though these were the days where you had to like go and buy a single if you did not have a physical single cd in your hand or cassette Mm -hmm. you were not getting on the charts Mm -hmm. nowadays it's like you don't even have you just press send and people can buy it or you know whatever Uh now anything can go number one yeah um Butterfly would have done so well, though, because I do remember all the radio plays. I remember hearing it on the radio all the time. Mm. It would have done well, but Sony and Mariah were on different pages. Yeah. And there was there was no getting around that. So here in the U.S., there were only two singles, Butter, Honey and My All. That was it. Yeah. I mean, we got the videos, but we didn't get those videos played all the time, though. You know, because they weren't like yeah. singles, but they were, they were like Breakdown. Okay. Breakdown was on the radio. The Roof wasn't really on the radio. Mm. The Roof video though was always on VH1. I, remember, I do remember that. Yeah. In Australia, we, um, 
I didn't know know at the time, but it was released as a CD single. It came in a cardboard case. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I remember we had this. Might still be there. It's this radio station, and they had this show called Love Song Dedications. Oh, and it's this guy with like a really sleepy voice. And yes, like, I can like, only imagine. Hey, Joe, this is dedicated to you from your husband. And then he'll play a song or whatever. <laughs> it was so boring. <laughs> but they would, my father loved it. But that's it. what they did back in the day. People loved it. and um, But people would request Butterfly all the time. I remember hearing it on that really? station. Yes. I, so I remember the song. I'm, it kind of got burnt into my brain via the radio because I still wasn't a lamb. Right. But it was there and you would like remember. I knew it. Yeah. Oh, these so people. So it was kind of big in Australia. Dedicating these damn songs. Uh-huh. It was a yeah. big love song. Um. Fast forward to when I am a lamb, this random CD store opened around the corner for me in the suburbs, like in the middle of nowhere, literally in the middle of nowhere. It wasn't in a mall or shop, like the shopping district of the right. neighborhood. Um, and so I went in, I was like, what the fuck is this about? I went in, I was like searching through their CD section. This was like 2001-ish, 2002. And they had Butterfly the single for like two bucks. Oh my God. Yeah, I was like, oh my God. That's a steal. So I bought it. I went home, checked on eBay how much it was. And it was going for like 60 bucks. Oh my God. So I went straight back there and bought the other three. <laughs> Do you yeah. still have them? Yeah, I have them. Oh my God. Those are great. I know. But yeah, I, cause I remember here in the US, I was always so mad because there was like, you couldn't get the remixes yeah. on anything. Uh-huh. And I was just like, there was no single and I loved the photos and I really wanted it. So I eventually I, I probably spent a good 60 bucks on eBay for it. Probably. You know what I mean? Yeah. I but I it. needed it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Oh man. I was mad about that. I was real mad. Mm-hmm. But I remember singing along to Butterfly. I was not playing. That was my jam. Um, well, this this song is interesting because it is like this really big gospel ballad, but then it has this flip side to it, where it's like a excellent club track. Oh, of course. But but it's almost like it was meant to be the club track. Well, that's that was the original um, intention for it. She got together with David Morales, yeah, um, to to basically do "Fly Away," and right. then she used those lyrics to build on for the actual ballad version. Right. So that that's how its initial inception was, which I think is great, which is, I think why we have so many great remixes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Club mixes, not just fly away on the album, but like out on all those singles. Right. Because Mariah was in the mood to dance. Well, there's, there's rumors, heavy rumors that the original concept of butterfly was that the album, it was that, well, that the, the, the album, album was going to be a um a house album right because house was big in the 90s it was too. it was and she had had like all those big like big remixes like daydream and fantasy mm-hmm. all david morales mm-hmm. like yeah um there were heavy rumors of that but i don't i mean i don't see that being uh just because there were so many songs that we had to get on this album like close yeah. my eyes and yeah. outside mm-hmm. which clearly would not work as club mixes mm-hmm. but i would be interested if she had any input on any other songs or remixes that we have not heard yes you know for this era yeah so so interesting of what like didn't make the cut or mm-hmm. what um got scrapped got or, scrapped yeah, uh-huh. so interesting because there's like, like house this, music that got scrapped this is like her at her best yeah so there has to be other things i've always like been yeah. dying to know uh-huh. dying to know darling i know it's so 
It's like a big mystery. It's a riddle. There's it's so like much... the butterfly vault. Like, yeah. what the hell? You, there's so much to unpack. So much to unpack. Uh, what I found very interesting about um, the butterfly, the song, is um, so she started it as the dance remix, but she had to credit Bernie Topman, who is um, Elton John's partner, because he she used some of those lyrics in the flyaway in flyaway. And I was like, oh, is she sampling a song? Um, but I guess there's an Elton John song that goes... Um, Someone Save My Life. Oh, there you go. Night. Oh, yeah. you already know. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know that song. <laughs> I know that song too, but it's so interesting because I would have never normally put those two together. But obviously, since I read all of the, you know, liner notes uh-huh. in the booklet. Well, the lyric. Okay. So let's talk about Fly Away real quick. Yes. So this is kind of, so Fly Away comes later on in the album. Right. It's like third to last or something. Yeah. Or second to last, maybe. Third to last. Third, third last song. Yeah. But when we were talking about looking in the and I said, I feel like Flyaway, the Flyaway reply, reprise, is her talking to herself, trying to telling, giving herself the courage to like come out and like be herself and like do it, kill the old Mariah, like get out of your shell, right? Come out of the cocoon, like it's time to go, like it's time, right? Which is why that was like the original intention of that song, even though yeah. it shows up way later in the album. Yeah. Like, I think that's where her mindset was. Yeah. But if you read it, it's not like butterfly. That's the original song, the ballad, the original. Okay. But when two. you say original, I think I, the of the, of fly away. No. it's the ballad version. Track two. Yeah. Yes. Because she's, and you read it. Like she's talking, imagine her talking to herself saying, don't be afraid to fly. Looking in the mirror. Just like, right. don't be afraid to fly. Open up the door, spread your wings. And, but here's the lyric that, that gets you. Um, don't be afraid to fly. Come spread your wings and just fly away and you'll see you'll be all right to just fly. Yeah. She's, she's telling herself. She's like encouraging Yeah, you're going to be okay. You're going to do it. Just do you're it. You're going to be fine. You're going to be it. fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Spread your wings and prepare to fly. You have become a butterfly. Spread your wings. 
It's, it's so fascinating. It's, again, Good, right? here's how we're going back to this looking in uh-huh. and all of that. It all is coming full circle here. Yeah. We're seeing who she's talking to and where her mind is at. Right. But the, um, the Elton John lyric that's in Fly Away only and not in the original is um, Butterflies are free to fly. Yes. Fly that's away. Bye bye. Right. There you go. Uh huh. That, that's what she used. You have become a butterfly. That's herself. That's she's it. She's talking to herself. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And then you've become a butterfly, and that's why she had to put that, because of those lyrics, I think she had to put that towards the end of the album, because she finally is like, okay, now, after I've been through these things, I'm going, and you see, now I'm a butterfly. Right. Now I'm a full butterfly. But look at how a, a real butterfly, I get the animal, the insect. Is it an insect? I think it's an insect. insect, right? Yeah. Once it comes out of the cocoon, there's no one there to help it. Right. It has to have this inner instinct. Of what to do. What to do. Also, when it first comes out of the cocoon, its wings are not even like fully formed. Yeah. Uh huh. Like it has to like hang there for a while. Yeah. And like they have to dry out or something. Something they're wet. They're still they're wet. wet. And then they have yeah. to like pump blood into them to yeah. give them life, uh-huh. so that they can then fly away. Right. So like there's all of these things, and even like okay, so now we got you know Mariah. She's here. She's you know out of the cocoon. Out of the cocoon. Still wet. Still, you have to take like that extra step in all these things. Like it doesn't it doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. There's a whole process. Uh-huh. It's, it's a it's a time. It's all about timing yeah and um that's why i love like that she did those like the butterfly ballad is up front but then towards the end is where she really becomes the butterfly yeah fully yes. formed yes things like that uh-huh you see what i'm saying yes yes it's so yes. good because <laughs> <laughs> she's just telling us like this is what's going on right but, turns, then, but, it, but turns it into like a metaphorical picture of nature Correct. The ultimate artist. Correct. Yeah, the ultimate transformation. Yeah. Yeah. Um but the thing is, I I I think that a lot of people put fly away as like um a connection to like a relationship because of the ballad. Because mm-hmm. the ballad mm-hmm. you always think, oh, it's a boyfriend, girlfriend mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Fly Away, you can really tell that it's not a boyfriend, girlfriend thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's reflective. It's, it's a in, inner, inner yes. type of thing. Um which is kind of but then you think, well, is butterfly inner? Well, butterfly is inner. Yeah. In certain ways, uh-huh. but Mariah had to sort of mask it yes. for marketability and, you know, for to stick to her, you know, oh, I need a ballad for this album mm-hmm. and I need to, you know, be standing there in a gorgeous dress singing it. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to step too far out of that lane either. Right. So she needed to make Butterfly the song for various different reasons. But yeah. you see how they all like interconnect. Yes, yes. You know, the reasoning. For that, but I think it's Fly Away that really tells her story, her inner story, right? Of you know the transformation. Yeah, it's it's the summoning of the courage. Yes, courage. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like even when we were talking about um, looking in, the courage it 
takes to make this transition. Mm-hmm. I mean, she had to be she she needed a song like Looking In to get the ball rolling mm-hmm. because it takes so much courage. And then she needs songs like Fly Away to encourage yourself to be like, OK, my inner voice is telling me I need to do this because it's a scary thing. Everything surrounding her at this moment was like, this is this could be a disaster. Yeah. So much is changing. And it's fear. It's fear. Yes. You're afraid of all of this. And courage is, you know, having the fear and doing it anyways. Yeah. And that's exactly what she did. Well, the lyrics are, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. It keeps repeating it. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Right. And it's almost like a mantra that you have to tell yourself. Yeah. You know, we have this in our own everyday life. I'm like, girl, I do not want to go to work today. Uh-huh. I'm just like, Let's just go. Just go. Yeah. Just go. Or the gym or like or whatever. Whatever it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. We all have those days. That's how you get stuff done. You have to just tell, talk yeah. and psych yourself into it. And so that's what she was doing. Yeah. Um, with that song without us even really knowing because i'm sure when i was a little kid i was like oh this is just the butterfly boyfriend girlfriend song remixed yes you know what i mean but when you really look at it it's totally not no it's nothing to do with it no because butterfly the song is about spread your wings fly if you come back to me we were truly meant to be this isn't this is i'm flying away goodbye i'm not coming back right yeah, exactly. In but I'm reprise. just saying, like, yeah. I think it took me a while. I had to be oh, to older to connect Oh, yeah, that. yeah. Because in, in the moment, you know, when I went and picked up the album, I was like, girl, mm-hmm. psh, are you kidding me? This is just a club mix. Yeah. I didn't know that there was all of this going on. But again, this is, I was 15 years old. Mariah was 27. Yeah. Like, she's an adult. Like, she she can piece all these things together. It took me a couple of years, girl. That's all That's I'm okay. saying. But there are people who saying. still don't know what it means. It's fine. You've got it's to like, fine. study it. That's yes, you got to go in. Hello, that's why the, in you know the big art universities or art classes around the world, they study these old painters and musicians for forever because they can't fig- they can't decipher the meaning of it. Right, they're constantly there's... going around and around. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. It is. Mariah has music that you just constantly are thinking about and pondering and. You never can quite figure it out. Right. And how like later in life it, it, <clears throat> it makes more and sense. Like, yeah. In mm-hmm. retrospect and all of those things. Yeah. Um, slightly off topic, but before like we get any further into Butterfly, I sort of want to tell because I was talking earlier about like watching Oprah that morning and then first seeing the Butterfly and like the song and the video. And then mm. then I went and bought the damn album mm. that day mm-hmm. and then I took it home and I well, I went to the Target. You know, I had to go to the Target, girl. Yeah. And I bought it, and I took it home. And I was like, "Didn't they give it to you in the audience?" No, I wasn't at Oprah. I was a child. Oh, you were watching? Oprah. I was watching it oh, at home. Oh, oh, Are you oh. kidding me? If I was there, I would be dead. I, thought, I feel like you were a regular. I, oh, well, I was a regular, but <laughs> <laughs> you went to all I was too young at that point. I I didn't go to Oprah until like 2002. Oh, okay. For the first time. Okay. Um. But like that, so I was so excited for this album and I had to make my way all the way there. And I remember when I got the album, because again, these are, these are days before internet. So I didn't even know the full track listing. Mm. I, you, these are, you didn't know nothing until you had it in your hands. Mm-hmm. The good old days. The good old days where you really had the excitement. And the surprise. And the surprise of everything. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. Um, 
And you had to like act calm while you're leaving the store, but you really wanted to rip it open. Oh, of course. Yeah. You have to be very civilized. <laughs> but as soon as I got in the car, I was like, oh my God, yeah. I'm ripping it open. And then you see all the pictures. First of all, I was like, can we talk about the artwork just briefly? Oh because my gosh. the two yeah. album covers, mm-hmm. first of all, my jaw was dropped. I was like, who releases two album covers? Uh-huh. That's so amazing. She's so amazing. My favorite is the one with the closed eyes. Okay, well, let's just describe the album cover. Go ahead, go ahead. It's a new Mariah. Totally new. Boob tube, which is quite conservative top, now you look at top, it. Tube top. Yeah. Tube top. The hair is like this gorgeous, gorgeous. beautiful brown on the lighter... Darker side of brown? Darker side of brown. Yeah, but the fan is blowing nice wisps of hair flying around. She's got a monarch butterfly on her finger. Right. Which was digitally added later. Yes. And it's just very, like, golden and brown. Isn't it like the per... Like, whoever did this artwork... Yeah. This packaging... But but I was... Because the pictures are so amazing, I was mad that there weren't more. Uh-huh. But you know, in all, look at all of Mariah's albums. Yeah, they they put a few pictures in there. Look at Daydream; it only has one picture. That's right. it. Yeah, one picture. So it's like the whole less is more. Like give them the iconic things, but like every single image that is on this packaging is gorgeous. I love everything about it. But there's a sense of the wind blowing, right? Away. Yeah, because when you unfold the whole thing, because yeah. you can look at all the pictures at once, mm-hmm. it's so gorgeous. It's so gorgeous. No matter, like, like you, the version that we have right here in the studio is the one, um, um, the frontal one. Mm-hmm. So, like, but if you have the one with the close with the closed eyes, mm-hmm. the frontal one would be all the way around the other way around. But it's just no matter how you put it, it was so gorgeous. And I remember, okay. So I remember when I got the track listing and the first song that really stood out to me, and we'll get to this later in a different episode. I don't even know why I'm bringing it up, but I remember being like, Oh my God, there's a song called 4th of July. Oh. What is that going to be like? What is going on? This is all crazy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I just could not wait to go home and listen to all of this and go through it all. And then like when I heard the studio version of Butterfly, yeah. I mean, I I think I had to go back and re-listen to it because you're like, I you had to listen to it again. You weren't sure what just happened. I just, I was like, wait a minute, uh-huh. what? And you know, I'm sitting there, I'm a little baby gay. Uh-huh. I got my album lyrics. I'm like just studying them all. And I was like, wait a minute. Uh-huh. Cause like the chills towards the end after that whole belting, I had to go and listen to it again. And oh, I was yeah. like, you know, I never did that with a Mariah album before. I would just listen straight through. Right. But this one, I had to go back with Butterfly. That happens like, when you get unbelievable. Good, yeah, that happens when you get a good song. That happened. Do you remember when um, Elusive Chanteuse came out and they did the um, iTunes preview? Yes. And you couldn't flick or go back. Yes. So when Faded happened, I was like, I don't need to go back. I need. <laughs> yeah. I need. What is going on? I was on? like, what just happened? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. That so, same feeling. I mean, it's like that iconic thing. Like, Butterfly is so iconic. And then, like. You know, she has the song, she has the album, but then Mariah became like Madam Butterfly. Like she mm-hmm. was Butterfly everything. She was like the new symbol of butterflies. Mm-hmm. And then butterflies were everywhere. Yeah. Like pe- it was in everyone's jewelry. And yeah. te- it, like it became, once again, a Mariah thing. set a, a trend with butterflies. Yes. Like they became a thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> of course. It's so crazy. Um, and still to this day, she holds it. I mean, 
everyone knows Mariah as, as the butterfly. butterfly. Queen. Yeah. Um, the thing about butterfly is it's such a big song and a and a detailed, huge vocal moment that she hardly ever does it live anymore. Unfortunately, we only have like I think three good ones. I think right? so. I think so. I know that there's always like this big, you know, in the lamely, everybody's like, what's your favorite butterfly performance? Mm. And it's either David Letterman or Saturday, or Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And mine is Saturday Night Live. I don't know why. It just is. I think it's r- more raw. I like what she's wearing. Yeah. Like, I just love everything about it from like everything. But they're both spectacular. Yeah, and they're both, like, she's kind of struggling in both a little bit. But I love that. I know, I love the struggle. I love that. The song she, itself is a struggle. Right. And you it, should be struggling. Yeah. And she's even, I feel like she was a, a bit more emotional in David Letterman. Like, she almost, you think her voice maybe cracked? Like, she's about to start crying? Maybe, maybe. Um, I don't know. It's like the that, never that was, ending. It's, can it's never. always going back and forth because there's so many good qualities on both of them. Right. But I think one of my favorites is... Um, the Butterfly Tour in Japan, which I which think is, is a very mostly, good one. I'm sure it's mostly live. I think people argue it's not live. I think it's pretty much live. But the end belting is so sorrowful and raw. And she does the whole thing. Uh-huh. I'm like, it, that gives me chills. That's, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. song just is so it's so delicate yet so powerful yeah and she represents that in the way she uses her voice on it yes it's really i i tell you i mean this should be in like people should study this song in the museum yes you know what i mean yeah like it's so well done i know mariah and walter magic 
Yeah. It's a shame it didn't really get its its full shine because here in America at least um because there was so much potential for it. Mhm. But looking back on the butterfly era as a whole, I I think it did exactly what it was meant to do and everything that happened happened for a reason whether the singles were released or not. Mm-hmm. You know, Mariah put all the all the remixes and everything that she had she put it to good use oh yeah so at least it saw the light of day yeah and we are cherishing it still this song just has so many lives though because you have the video that's amazing mm-hmm. you got the ballad then you get fly away then you have these incredible club mixes it's it's it really is that we'll get into Exactly. We're going to get into all of that. All but of that. for Butterfly as a song, it's just a masterclass in yeah. songwriting, in production, singing, production, the whole thing. All of it. Yeah. It's a masterclass. I mean, so is the album as a whole. But uh-huh. if you want to really get down to specifics, it's this song has so many intricacies. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can listen to it forever. And again, a timeless ballad, mm-hmm. I think. Yes. I think it holds up today just as well as it did back then. That 20 years later, it still blows my mind. Okay, not only that, but it's also, you know, it's not really a, I got it, I get what you mean by timeless ballad, but people can't pick this up and, and sing it in the future. Oh, no. Like, this is a Mariah Carey song. Nobody can sing this song. No one. Nobody can sing this song. Not with the... Uh, yes, people can sing the song. They can carry the notes. It won't be this. But it, the way in which she delicately places her voice in certain parts and the layering of the backgrounds, because mm. those are very essential as well, mm-hmm. and the emotion mm-hmm. that she has behind these. Even, like, what what is the very last couple of uh, lyrics are... Um, um, I can't spread. pretend these oh, tears yes. aren't overflowing steadily. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, that emotion in which she sings those, especially during those live performances yeah. we were just talking about. Oh, yes. Nobody can duplicate that. I know. Oh, yeah. Those lyrics are great. Until you know how it feels to fly. Like, yeah. you, you, oh, my God. It's just that whole verse. I think it's the bridge. Is it the bridge or is it the verse? I think it's the bridge. I think it's the ending. I don't yeah. even know. I'm overwhelmed because those those are like the most powerful right. moments. Yeah. I love it. No one can capture that. Try it. No one. Don't even try it. I don't have time. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I don't even have time. I do not even want to give you the moment because it's going to be a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyways, good on Mariah for this. It sets. It really sets the whole feeling and mood for this album now because Honey before this is really fun and festive and nasty mm. and now here she's going to be this is where we start getting deep into the album mm-hmm. this is when we start feeling emotions you know and then look at all the songs that come and follow it's all it's all of that emotion yeah it's like there's yearning down yep. the my all the close my eyes which is it, it just like personal right. emotions and things we don't have another upbeat like club banger or yeah. pop ditty, uh-huh. whatever you want to call it, on yeah. the album. No, Honey no. is it. Even the roof is yearning for someone. Yeah, exactly. It's a longing yeah. for. Yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. Um, so the, so now, after this chapter, we are going to dive into all of those other emotional Mom- moments. Yes. So many good ones. So many good ones. Now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> now it's like starting to click in my head. Butterf- the song Butterfly is kind of um the cake of it and now the rest of the songs are the ingredients there's the yearning okay the breakup the personal stuff 
Butterf- the song Butterfly is like contains all the other emotions that are about to come. Yeah, right. Oh, no, exactly. But then I think um, when Fly Away comes, there is a little bit of a release. Yeah. And but then it brings us back to like the beautiful ones and um, outside, which uh-huh. are also sort of emotional ones as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's very intricate. It's very detailed. Well, I think we needed Fly Away just to like bring it back up a little bit. Otherwise, it would have been too heavy towards the bottom right but also just the i think because of the lyrics in fly away it had to be placed right there mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. because she finally has that courage to really go mm-hmm. and that's why outside not only ends the album but like she is she has the courage to sing about those issues feelings and emotions yeah because that you know especially when she wasn't allowed to do those types of things yeah previously or prior to butterfly you know what i mean yeah yeah but i think that's enough butterfly talk wait now it just clicked again <laughs> i think but the song butterfly is the body of the butterfly and then the rest of the songs is the wing the wings well that i that connect to it the body 100 percent agree now it's just butterfly, like yeah. I'm telling you, when Mariah conceptualized this album, uh-huh. she really did a good job. Yes, like because it's butterfly through and through. Mm-hmm. Like you can exactly like you were saying, like butterfly is like the body, the structure, the main heart of this, and everything else is sort of out there around it, out there being just be- adding beauty. Yes. to you know the this song yeah these these songs are adding the beauty to the emotional heartbreak right it's very dense it's like the dense right you know what i mean yeah yeah it's fascinating it's amazing i know and i love it but i think we should move on and get into all those other things next chapter coming up (laughs) 